What's going on, buddy? How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys, what is this? This is Kevin from the Code Progression Podcast. But so to the rocks or rock and metal thrive. Happy Tuesday to everybody. It is January 12th. And well, we had a good amount of success when Tolly from the Russian metalcore band Wild Waves jumped on the podcast. So much success, in fact, that another Russian band, all the way from the eastern part of Russia, I'm talking like parallel with Japan sent me their music and said, hey, can you check this out? And I said, well, if this is anything like Wild Ways where the quality is that good, yeah, I want to check this out. And yeah, the quality was there so much so that I got them on the podcast. So please, please, please welcome Bloodbath and Crooks from the band Rock and Roll Queen. Are you guys ready? Because you better be. Let's go. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Chord Progression Podcast. Last month, we had Tolly from the band Wildways on, and you guys found out that I really like Russian metalcore, Russian metal music. And the other day, this band reached out to me on Instagram asking me to check out some of their stuff, see what I thought of it. And after listening to one song, I knew I wanted them on the podcast, and they are here. So please welcome Bloodbath and Crooks from the band Rock and Roll Queen. So guys, welcome yeah, to the up? Core Progression Podcast. What's up, guys? How's everything cool. going over in Russia today? Yeah, it's okay. It's uh, very cold right now. It's minus uh, 20 degrees. So we're right now, uh, we're ready to tell you about us about our our stuff and something like this instead of sitting out in the cold and doing nothing <laughs> so I'll, I'll say don't worry it is pretty cold here where i am too where i think because in celsius it would probably be about i would say minus nine or minus ten maybe so it's not the worst it could be but there have been days where it's been to the point where I've had to go out, go outside during work and start my car like five or six times during the day, just so that when I leave work, I can make sure my car still starts. Yeah, but in our country, it's very, very cold. It's windy, so we couldn't uh, go outside at long time because we're uh, getting cold very, very fast. So. Well, then I'm glad you guys are inside and talking to me on the podcast today. So before we really jump into it, can I have you guys introduce yourself so that everyone knows who you are? So just if if you could give me your name, what you do in the band, and if you have any sort of fun story that you have about yourself or about the band, I always love hearing those. So I will let you guys take it away with your own introduction. So uh, Crooks, we'll start with you. Just introduce yourself with your name. What are you doing in the so, band and a fun story you might have? So my name is Dennis. Uh, I'm playing guitar in my band. So I'm writing uh, an instrumental stuff. So I joined my band in 2016. Um, so that's it. What about myself? This is the Bloodbath. He's the my vocalist. My name is I'm from vocals from Rock and Queen. And um, he's the former of band. No. <laughs> uh, he's the guy in the band that that all the girls end up looking at right away. 
Типа моей топовой банды. So... Короче, я говорю, да. <laughs> He couldn't speak in uh, English good, so no. I can uh, tell about I'm only him. learning English so far. Hey, that, that, that's okay. I'm I'm glad to have you on though. So don't worry about that. <laughs> so he is the former. He started uh, this band uh, a long time ago. Uh, he just played in a garage box like uh, ordinary, um, like a usual ordinary band. So he's starting to play, uh, and right now we have uh, I'm joined in 2016 so before uh, this um, he played with our drummer and another guy who left us in 2017 um, so that's it I I don't know what to say more about this well I, i know where i can start with this and i mean for people watching the interview on youtube taking a look right now because you guys have the masks on i have to ask what was the inspiration behind wearing masks not only here but also when i was watching your music videos you have them on as well so what was the whole idea behind wearing masks with, with the band so um the first time as i said we start uh, to play our material in 2016 it it was a demonical uh, we uh, dropped this single without masks so we just inspired by a metal core bands uh, such as uh, Eskin Alexandria and another one so we it was uh, popular popular in industry in um, metal industry and we try to play something like this so after that in 2017 we changed our vector uh, and we decide to play what we actually like uh, it's uh, a new metal uh, and metal of 2000s so i don't know how it's happened but bloodbath uh, decided to No, that we need to wear a mask we need to change our style so i agree with that and we so in this period we didn't see any new bands with the mask with the type uh, of how they look like so I don't know what to say. <laughs> okay, so with the mass, it was something where really there were no new bands coming up with, especially in the 2010s, that were coming out wearing masks on stage and having that as part of their look and part of their persona. Where when you go back to metal of the early 2000s, looking at Slipknot, I'm everyone knows Slipknot for the masks as well, along with Corey Taylor, along with all the metal as well. But also one of my favorite bands continually brought back the masks as well starting in 2005-2006 with Hollywood Undead. Because Kirk's taking a look at yours with the hockey mask style, the yeah. Jason mask style. I mean, it, right when I saw it, the first thing I thought was, this is just easily reminds me of Hollywood Undead right here with the style that you went with. So, but um, as I said, we inspired it by music at 2000s. We grew up 
so it was a new metal like a Slipknot, Linkin Park, and another one dance, Deftones Death too. So we're trying to mix, not uh, copy uh, like uh, many bands do, but we're trying to mix something old with something new with a trance and uh so that's it well well when i first listened to your music as well with 20x that was one of the first things i picked up on was this they definitely have this 2000s rock style and that is kind of their bass sound when you look at the bands you mentioned slipknot specifically throwing lincoln park and deftones in there as well However, when you said earlier that you started out with more of that metalcore sound that was very popular, especially in the late 2000s, early 2010s, with bands like Asking Alexandria, Memphis May Fire, Bring Me the Horizon, it's something where had you gone and specifically went after those genres, you would have ended up sounding like a lot of those bands in those genres at the time. However, by taking that more 2000s new metal metal sound, and mixing in with that metalcore sound a little bit that you had at the beginning. Now you're coming up with something that has that feel of the 2000s rock, the 2000s new metal. However, it doesn't feel like it belongs there. It feels like it has this newer quality to it that makes it belong in today's day and age. So we're trying every time to mix uh, different genres. So intravenously was our second single and we tried to mix the old uh, stuff like old metal uh, new uh, metal core with the new metal and the third single was i'm still 66 so 666 so so it was experience with the underground rappers uh this was kindly like a new metal with uh, trap metal so the last single was uh, inspired by pop punk uh, and uh, grunge, grunge. Uh, it's like a vibe of diphthongs uh, new and all pop punks bands and uh, we're trying to mix uh, a little bit metalcore riffs as we like so but new stuff we are preparing now uh, EP it will be more more hard more hard uh with the um death metal riffs and new metal metal core and death metal riffs so black metal black metal too <laughs> so um why we are dropping our singles uh oh. <laughs> So our singles, we, we, we try to um, do our music very in, in high quality, in high quality, uh, not, uh, ah. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> well, are, is it something where you want to make sure that when you release the singles and that you release the music, it is the best possible way it can sound instead of releasing five or six songs that are half produced, half done, and are have half the effort really behind them. You want to make sure that everything you release has that quality sound to it that makes you proud that you made it. Yes. Um, 
we are trying to release our material much better than in other bands and we're trying to uh, every time that we are making our uh, song uh, we are think about the we are want to drop it but uh, bloodbath they know we need to um, do much better so it took a long time to drop it so our uh, first single was in 2016, second single 2018. Uh, so in 2017, we have a trouble with our band members, so we couldn't uh, make uh, much more uh, material for this period. So, uh, but in, two, uh, two, uh, in 2021, we will drop our new EP so it will be hard it will have a, it will have a lot of new metal metal core death metal riffs and i think a lot of people will like it and will get the vibes uh from the band they likes so it's like the slipknot and deftones popular death metal bands popular new metal bands so i think a lot of guys will like it and with all the genres and all the different styles that you mentioned in there, I think you're absolutely correct on that, that there will be a lot of people that will be able to get into this EP and to be able to get into your sound as well that haven't once it drops. Looking at the three singles that you've released on Spotify right now with intravenously, I'm still 666 and 20X. When I listened to all three of them, all three of them had that more new metal style to them but they all sounded completely different every step of the way. So when it comes down to newer fans and people being introduced into your music, they might not like every single thing, but they are going to find something that they like and they're going to find something that they connect with that they're going to be listening to time and time again. Yeah. Because when I first listened to Intravenously, it, I, I really picked up that new metal approach from the 2000s that was one thing I really stuck with. But what made it sound different from all those different new metal bands in the 2000s was the vocal style and how the vocals were constructed because it reminded me of a rather more melodic Marilyn Manson style vocal, which for the timing, for the time frame that that vocal style would have been in, would have fit in very well with that 2000s new metal sound. So including something like that on there, will bring a lot of people in from the new metal crowd that like Slipknot, that like Linkin Park, that like that like Deftones, but also people that like Marilyn Manson as well can easily get into something like that just based off on how the vocals sound. So the mix in there worked really well. And then when it comes to you talking about where Bloodbath wants to make sure that the quality is there on these releases, listening to intravenously and how those two connected from the new metal instrumentation to a more melodic Marilyn Manson inspired vocal set it worked out incredibly well in my mind. типа топ бэндс Bad Omens, uh, Slipknot, 
This is a band uh, which he inspired when he wrote uh, a vocal part in intravenously. Uh, so this was Bad Omens. Omens, Slipknot. Slipknot. And uh, he forgot. <laughs> I'll say, but hearing those, I can see where the Bad Omens influence can come in on something like this because. I have friends that have been pushing for me to listen to more and more bad omens every single day. And when people say, keep listening to bad omens, keep listening to bad omens, eventually I'm going to end up listening to them a little bit more than I had been. And I can easily tell where the, a little bit of that bad omens influence came in when it came to the, uh, the song intravenously. So a lot of guys who listen our single intravenously and, uh, Another stuff he uh, they uh, tell uh, that we are uh, looks like Slipknot, we are sounds like Slipknot, but now uh, no, we are uh, listen a lot of music, a lot of underground music, a lot of uh, fresh uh, music, a lot of music which uh, in trance. So we're trying to mix what we like, uh, and we not rely on only uh, only on uh, Slipknot. So uh like uh, like like example the band we very like and we inspire a lot of so my ticket hum uh maybe you listen it before so these guys uh, playing the new metal so they start uh, in 2013 uh, and they playing new metal with uh, fresh metal core riffs and with uh, the sound very good, very, very cool. So Crystal Lake too. So these bands we are very like and inspiring right now to write new material. So what I was going to say is where people really get the connection to Slipknot from you is, of course, yeah. right when they see you for the first time and they just see what your image looks like with the masks and they know it's metal, their first thought is going to go to Slipknot because that's the first thing they always think of with metal plus masks. Where on the same idea, the first time I saw a picture of Motionless and White, I thought I was going to get something that sounded a lot like Marilyn Manson. And it was all based off of the look that Chris Motionless had. I listened to two songs, just two songs, and it was completely out of my mind. When I first saw that what you guys looked like, I was thinking again, that mixture of like, okay, is this going to be kind of like that Slipknot feel, that Hollywood Undead feel? I'm not entirely sure. But listening to 20X, because that was the first song I listened from you guys. Listening to that one, it was clear that this was nothing of the sort. Where they're mm. definitely going to have that new metal inspiration in there. But when it came to the sound, because 20X sounded completely different than intravenously, and I'm still 666. So I'm glad I listened to that one first, because then any kind of idea in my head that you were going to be like a band like Slipknot or a band like Hollywood Undead was gone from the first 10 seconds. Uh I, I can say that we're trying to step by step finding ourselves our own uh, sound. So in 2018, it was the like the sleep not wipe, <laughs> like new metal. In 2009, it was uh, trap metal. 
with the metal quarries and now in 2020 we have a single like with the pop punk influence so uh another single when that we drop uh maybe in one month maybe in two months we will decide it when it will get done so it will be uh so another single will be uh will have a influence but from uh the death metal bands like i said before like crystal lake you can get this vibe from bands like this yeah and for everyone that's listening to the podcast you guys know i actually do really like crystal lake so i'm excited to see what their next single comes and brings but when you were talking about trying to still really find the sound that Rock and Roll Queen's going to end up having, the first thing I thought was was my with my favorite band. My favorite band is Rise Against, and when they started out, it was much more of this hardcore, in-your-face, punk rock kind mm-hmm. of style. But as time went on, they kind of ventured, they brought a little bit more pop-punk style, and they brought a little bit more of a refined style, and which I now call it polished punk, to the point where the themes and the anger are still there. However, the lyrical content evolved from something being more angry to something more poetic, and the instrumentals just aren't as heavy, but they still have that fast-paced sound to it. So they went from something that they thought might have been their sound, however, it evolved into something that is uniquely theirs. And there's a lot of bands that that has happened to as well. So when it comes to you guys really trying to figure out, okay, this is where we know we want to go with our sound, but what is our sound actually going to end up being? It's all honestly a matter of time. You will end up finding it. It just is a matter of we're going to try something with death metal this time. We're going to try something with inspiration from Crystal Lake. We're going to try something with inspiration from more of a classic metalcore band like Asking Alexandra. We're going to try something wacky that maybe Bring Me the Horizon did. We're going to try in something that has a little bit more of that Slipknot Linkin Park vibe to it. We're going to take something that really has that Deftones feel to it and mix it with other ideas that you have to the point where you're going to end up finding something that really fits in with, okay, what is your core sound? And when you find that core sound, then you're going to be able to branch off in so many different other ways and so many different other genres that you can play with and experiment with to the point where you could end up all of a sudden, you know, headlining arenas at some point. It can happen. I, we've seen it happen with other bands. It's 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 not a far cry either. It can happen. Uh, которыми типа это the core bands which were influenced the wage war motions light bring me the horizon and of mice and men so I can say it's for every person who play in our band. Uh, he has uh, own band that he inspiring. But I'm inspiring right now. I can say uh, to you this: what I listen every time, and what I inspiring by. As I said before, it's uh, my ticket home. Where like this vibe, where like this style of this band and walks to alpha wolf to um love 
this is uh, guys from Great Britain. Vane, this is new metal core band. Uh, absolutely brilliant guys. They all album probably in 2018 they dropped. It was at Avatar. So this is a lot a lot of genre as Bloodbath Day, Wage War, Deftones, new album, very cool. Motionless Invite, Fever 333, um, new material from the Architects, very like vibe uh, from the Rammstein. <laughs> <laughs> the guys, the guys is very cool. So, while she sleeps too, Diamond Construct, Silar. So a lot of band, uh, and very like Ocean Groove, these guys from Australia. <laughs> so these bands too, this is the Death Core, Carniflex, Cannibal Corpse. What do we have? To break the memory of death. Napalm death. death. Napalm death. <laughs> Napalm death, all right. <laughs> <laughs> the black metal vibes from our new single which you could listen in month maybe month maybe month, month yeah. two months we will see say well make sure when that song drops that you guys message me and tell me that make sure that i listen to it because i'm yeah. very curious to see what you have to have about it and listening to the inspiration that you guys have specifically from bloodbath as well on this because talking about Wage War, when they came out with their album in 2019, a lot of people really were very curious to see what Wage War were going to do on it and seeing what had happened with them following the release with them getting on bigger tours, them playing bigger venues. Motionless and White specifically is the one that sticks out in my head because after they released Disguise last year, I was set to see them in October of 2019. And the venue that I was going to has three levels to it. So they have three major stages. And Moses Light was going to play in the basement stage. And all of a sudden, they I got an email that said, hey, they're not playing the basement stage anymore. They had to move them up one level because they sold out of tickets, but the demand was so high for tickets that they had to move them up to a different stage to sell more tickets, which they did. Unfortunately, the top level already had someone playing that night, so they couldn't move them up further, but the demand was that high for it. So when it comes to the bands that you're, you were list, listing like, Again, ways were motionless and white. Bring me the horizon. Who's playing arenas? Right? Who's been playing arenas? And of mice and men, which I still remember when I messaged you the first after you sent me twenty X and like, okay, can you check this out? The first thing I thought of was of mice and men. I was like, there's definitely an of mice and men inspiration here, and it was the first thing first thing that stuck in my head. And when you said of mice and men, I just thought, oh man, I got this one right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when uh, the blood best formed his band uh he played in garage box very little box uh of my cement of my cement yeah i'll say well when he started out because that was when 2015 2016 was that um Нет, даже... Ну... Короче, это... В 16-м году мы релизили. Нет, а, 
2014. It was in 2014, probably, because in 2016, in spring, I was joined in band. So, and in November, we dropped our first single. Okay, the, I was going to say, the reason I had to ask was because there was a certain song with the way it felt when I listened to it the first time that when I listened to 20X, it stuck out in my mind. And the reason why I wanted to ask when Bloodbath first started playing in that garage was because if he's playing The Mice and Men and it's 2014, the song I was thinking of came off of, of Mice and Men's Restoring Force album, which came out in 2014. So I'm just like, I'm just thinking all the pieces of the puzzle are starting to come together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if it's, I kind of, I do want to talk about 20X a lot more in detail because yeah. as of right now, it is the, as we're shooting this, the latest single that you guys have out. However, but right after this podcast comes out within like the month afterwards, I'm pretty sure, like you said, there's going to be another song coming out, but I want people to listen to this song specifically because I really did enjoy it. And my first question about it is when you wrote the song, what was the inspiration behind what does the what does the song mean? Because I always like to know what the song means cuz then when I try and connect the instrumentals and the vocals and how everything sounds to it, it really helps bring the meaning out and I wanted to see if the meaning that I thought of the song was the same meaning that you guys intended. If it's different, then you can kind of see a difference in opinions on how the song is being listened to through two different sets of ears. Он спрашивает типа, ну чем вдохновлялись, когда написали трек, и о чем он вообще в принципе? Ну можешь по-русски сказать? Да чем? So, so it's like a school uh <laughs> wait a minute press release <laughs> <laughs> yep go to the press release once you find it it'll be in there we'll be good to go <laughs> it's like it's like song about school uh pastime uh it doesn't has a lot of sense uh, in lyric uh so it's like a mumble lyric uh with no sense uh, a lot of but uh, we tried to mix what like uh young young population uh, young people and what what they listen to uh in this period so as we see a coronavirus, uh... ah, shit. <laughs> Wait a minute. And back to the as we go. Um, coronavirus has uh, done a lot of damage to the industry so a lot of people sitting at home and so a lot of young people and these songs probably aimed on the young guys who go into school so She's we tried to mix uh, what we listened in school it's like deftones it's like nirvana it's like uh pop punk 
So it brings us back to our our school period. Okay, because when I was looking at the song, trying to figure out what the message was behind the song and what the meaning was behind the song, the only thing I was pretty much on the same level with you guys was that feeling that it wasn't like you're taking a look back in your days when you were in school growing up and basically learning how to get to getting to be an adult and being grown up. So that's where I kind of had the connection where, okay, at least I've got that down. However, I took it a different way, taking a look at the lyrics and trying to get a little bit more of the message, go a little bit more literal with it. Because I know in the course it like the imagery of hiding your hands and saying that there's cuts on them. It really stood out to me on that point because especially here in America, when I was in that age realm between about 14 and 18 years old, there were a lot of people that were experiencing love for the first time, getting a girlfriend, getting a boyfriend, that kind of thing. And when all of a sudden, and it was a very intense kind of thing. It was very quick. It was very passionate. And all of a sudden when they broke up or that love ended, they didn't know how to handle with it. So when I was seeing, you know, hiding your hands, saying that there are cuts on them, I'm thinking about people actually like cutting their wrists and then trying to hide them because they were harming themselves and just trying to deal with the pain. And I totally understand that. So thinking about that and seeing the lyrics the way they were, that connected with me in that way. So I thought that might be what the meat of the song is. However, from what you guys were saying, kind of the idea in the same time frame of mind is there, but the meaning that I got versus the meaning that you intended might be two completely different things. And that is okay because then it allows me to get into the song in my own way and enjoy it also in my own way, even more so than, you know, maybe having the actual meaning kind of being forced. And it's like, okay, I can't really relate to that as much. So it's like the song takes on a whole life in its own. So uh, we could say about this single that uh, this single about the relationship between the adults and young people and about the problem that experienced by the younger generation. So and you could also find the frames from the Deftones in our music video on YouTube. <laughs> so we integrated it. So we took also. Yeah. <laughs> Speak louder, Gary Gromch. Ah. <laughs> okay. 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 So, I because really just diving into the song even further, so everyone kind of gets a take of it. Again, like I said, the first ten seconds of Twenty X, the first thing that hit me was it really felt like the, especially through the intro, because you had that heavier sound of the guitar. It's kind of kept more in the background, especially as Bloodbath as your vocals are really much more of the feature of the song. Then all of a sudden, once the vocals end and then the rest of the instrumentation comes in, we get this full-on more hard rock mixed with new metal ensemble. However, again, the feeling that it reminded me of was the song Will You Still Be There by Of Mice and Men, which came out back in 2014. And I really liked it because you're not going to get that full new metal sound that is just from one certain band. You're mixing in that sound with something more 2010s, which really gives it a modern feel. So you're mixing in a lot of different things, which gives it a unique sound, but also something that perfectly fits, not only for back then, but also for now and potentially going into the future as well. So just from the intro, that's the first 10, 15 seconds of the song. I thought it was already set up for really good success right from there. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I'll say then even going forward as well into the verses 
the the verses were something that was really interesting to me because at the first part because you the, the verse are basically broken up into two parts in my mind there was one part where they were calmer sounding and again the instrumentation was kept hard more simplistic and more drawn back so the vocals could be more prominent much like they were in the intro which don't get me wrong i did like that however the one thing i was concerned about the first time listening to it was when i heard that was this sounds a lot like the intro in terms of the same feel, and I don't want the whole verse, in my opinion, to be like that because then it could potentially be bland or be stale. However, this all of a sudden, it was like the second measure hits in, and it gets much harder. The vocals go unclean. The instrumentation is much more prominent. It's much more full force, and I absolutely am a fan of this. It gives it that modern metalcore feel as well. It breaks it up. And it prevents those softer parts from really becoming more stale. So this song ends up from having, from just from the verse as well, has this dynamic new metal, but also more modern metalcore feature to it as well. So again, it's something that sticks out in your mind every single time. It's not something that you're going to end up getting this feeling of sameness over and over and over again. Yeah. So... so mm. <laughs> Come on! I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if you guys want, I can keep going into the chorus. If I mean, if that if that works. Yeah. Alrighty then. When I was like, when we get into the chorus, it had more of this, in my opinion, this more hooky, which is kind of like more just trying to bring you in, more hard rock feel to it from the guitars and from the drums. But specifically, what I liked to hear was what the drums did on this, especially in the writing, because. They play with a more dynamic sound, much more fills within each part of it. And while I do, because I used to play drums as a kid, and I was always the guy that put all the random fills in there because I thought it was fun. While I do like fills, there's times where I don't like them completely all over the place. The difference in this one is even though you had a lot of fills in there, it fits or to make sure that the instrumentals and the vocals work very well together but also that the instrumental part of the song is in the chorus is able to stand out on its own. In my opinion on this song, it was a little bit of a risk to take that move, but it really was the right one and the potential of the song. When it came to the vocals, they were much more clean, but they're much more pronounced. And the difference between the verses was this was a great balance between the vocal sound and the vocal volume along with the instrumentals as well. And it just really stuck out to the point where you had this whole entire, this is where, you know, your, your base is, this is where your home is in the song. And every step of the way, it just made sense. In my opinion, every step of the way, the song made sense. Even though there was different parts to it, the sound was different within the verses. The sound, of the chorus was different. The intro had its own thing going on. Everything still fit and everything made sense, especially when you brought it all back into the chorus. And overall, what I saw here was something rather intelligent in terms of songwriting Taking their influences from that music of the 2000s, the song take on it, I take on like a modern day of mice and men feel. I thought we got a fresh look at the many different turns that all sync up with one another that you guys can take. So this one, I'm so glad this was the first song I listened to from you guys because it just, it, I really thought it was out of the three that you have on Spotify right now. This was your best song and it really did stick out in my mind. Yeah. So I was really happy that I got to hear it. Yeah. First of all, shout out to our brother, Russian brother, who mixed, mastered this song. <laughs> Nick Trekov, he live in US and Los Angeles. He helped us with this song. He actually 
help with drums too. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what? You speak. Uh... Yes, I'm speak, but you not speak. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Only Russian. <laughs> Only Russian. What do you have? Metallica. This uh, we took from our uh, second guitarist who who where is he? Ah, from Novosibirsk took this. And we put it on our pants like this one. Maybe <laughs> in t-shirt and everywhere we want. These two. Yeah, just, just put the cannibal corpse sticker on his over his mask. I mean you can need to get a bigger one though with your guys' logo on it and then just all put it on your faces and see what happens. You might not be able to see, but you never know. You just yeah. gotta cut some high holes in it. Uh you could see our faces in our Instagram. <laughs> if <Yeah>. you want. <laughs> and you can find us. You're shattering the illusion, man. You're making people be like, okay, now I gotta go see what these guys look like in real life. Instead of having that like mystery behind it, like who's behind the mask? Who is this person? We are know? not sleep not. we we will not do it. Yes? Yes. Stop <laughs> stop to uh fuck. How it to say in English? <laughs> uh huh? No 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 wait 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 stop uh this is my word. Stop to compare us with the sleep knot. Okay? Not, not you, not you. Uh, listeners, listeners from Russia too. You will see. All you will see this video. I will share it in my social media. And if you compare, I will come to your house and will kick your ass. Well, if they, if, if they listen to my whole entire breakdown of 20X, there is no way that they're going to be able to compare you to Slipknot after hearing that whole breakdown of the song and then going and listening to it. There is no way that that's going to be able to happen. And if they do, I really want to see you go to their house and just stand there and be like, going to compare us to Slipknot again? And they're just going to be sitting there and just, no, 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 please, please don't hurt me. Ah! <laughs> Uh, we shoot our uh, music video to 20x uh, in oh, fuck how is Dutch how how is uh, count country house um it, we shoot it in country house yes in country house of our bassist all location was no no no, no. it's it's like a Russian uh, vibe you know in country house and in garage box too the two location was so we tried to um use much more stuff to fill the frame you know uh so um, ah shit, my vocabulary <laughs> sucks oh it's okay because i'm i just because <laughs> i watched the music video too and i know exactly what you're talking about and what I was looking at it as well, it reminded me a lot of those metalcore videos from before, like just the, just the location from before, I'm going to say 2016, because every time I watch like a metal or metalcore video from like 2017 on, it seemed like it was very overproduced, very virtual reality, feel very electronic, a lot of lasers going on. 
But before that, it was people were doing videos in a factory, in a barn, in a garage, just in just or some rundown house, just to really give it that more raw feel. So watching it is watching it as well, and then connecting it with 20x and with the way this it sounded, it really had a lot of different again a lot of different things going on. But again, it all makes sense when you listen to the song. Everything makes sense the way it's constructed, and then the way the music video is. You don't get this real overproduced or very yeah, dramatic he, feel he, to he, it. It's just he's the raw. producer of our video. Uh, all claps, all claps these guys because he is producer of this video so we try to fill the frames uh with details to look like um to look like cool so and spend a lot of time on details you could find uh, a lot of um, <laughs> oh, Oh. You could find this. <laughs> oh, fuck. Move over the camera. Well, you, you could find this poster on <laughs> our video. So house. it's a lot of details. Plater House, uh, like. Maximum Carnage. Yeah. And is that a second Genesis the, cover? We can't. Oh, fuck. Where's the band? You're going to see that. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. That is a second Genesis cover. <laughs> Банды, какой у нас там плакат был? We forgot the poster we uh, integrated. My chemical romance. Yes, my chemical romance poster was too. So yeah, uh, we used uh, in lyric these bands. You, this band, you can see it. Uh, so it's a lot, it's a lot of details on our. Uh, our music video i'm gonna have to go back and watch this video and just see all these different little things that i missed if there's all there's all the detail in there because i get mostly like when the first time i i had the video on i was listening to the music so i'm like okay let's just see what's going on here that was my first thought and then watching it again i was watching the what was going on in the music video i gotta watch it like three or four more times to probably pick up on every single little piece that you have in there like okay Here's the Maximum Carnage cover. Here's the My Chemical Romance poster. Here's this. Here's that. Why the heck is that in there? And just trying to figure it out. Like, this is going to be something ridiculous. However, it's when you get, when you produce a music video like that and you have all those different little aspects in there, people are going to watch it. And then maybe a month or two later, you end up bringing up like, hey, we included this aspect in our video. Did you catch it? And the fans are going to end up thinking, wait that was in there and they're going to go back and watch it again. And they might watch it three or four more times because yeah. they'll find what you said was in there, but then they're going to start looking for other things as well that they missed the first time around. Yeah. Um, so you're just giving your videos a lot more replay value and a lot more value for people to go back and watch again and revisit. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, shit bad translator <laughs> uh, so we uh, when we make uh, our music video we are trying to make it um, that people that people watching it uh, two three four times to see uh, items we integrated on video so yeah <laughs> yeah 
Тебе прикрой пусі. Guess what is this? We took it from Japan. This is item for uh, every time we shooting music video, we use this item. Try to understand. I'm, I'm, I know I'm trying to I'm trying to think of what it is. I mean, I'm I'm guessing it's some sort of lotion. There, Maybe you yep. understand Japan. <laughs> no, but it says lotion on there. That's the only thing I can see on there. So it's definitely some sort of lotion. I'm not sure what kind it is, but I cannot read Japanese. So I'm a little bit off on that one maybe but again we'll see what happens give me another give me four or five years if i if i get bored i might learn japanese or learn another language who knows yeah could have done it so, during the pandemic but eh, i spent my time doing this <laughs> so our aim right now is to drop uh, ep and go to make a show so trying to go to japan because japan is nearby our city it's just a three hours by plan and you in tokyo so uh the japan have a good industry music industry and we will try to make a show there so first of all we need to mm, how to say Oh, ah, so we need, um, ah, what the fuck? <laughs> so I think, I think, I think, the, I think the first thing we need to have happen is for live shows to return and the coronavirus pandemic to go away. Because <laughs> no one's playing live shows right now. Uh. Uh, we need the experience in the show. We just uh, we just hit it stage two times uh, in our city, but um, our global aim is what the fuck? <laughs> our global aim is uh, to go to Japan to make a show in Japan. So this is the aim after we drop our EP. And after uh, our second aim is to learn English very good because our English is sucking. We couldn't uh, understand a lot of and couldn't speak good. This is bad. This well, is bad. This is bad. <laughs> well, well, Kirk's right now with what you're doing, I would say you're definitely on your way there to learning English and understanding it and becoming fluent in it. So you're like, just from this conversation, you're definitely on your way there. However, when it comes to figuring out where's the best place to really get going and starting, given where you are located in Russia, Japan is the perfect place to go. Because again, you're going to get bands. It's their metal scene is starting to grow with bands like Crystal Lake with bands like Cold Rain. Um, I mean, baby metal is absolutely huge over there, but you do have the metal aspect in there. So you're going to have fan you're going to have people in Japan that are accustomed to the harder sound. Yeah, we are trying right now to send our material to a lot of guys who live in a lot of countries. Right now I'm sending our video uh, to Japan. So a lot of guys who checked it they told uh, they say that 
it's good we like it we wait your uh, band with show in our city so i'm not uh, talking about um, about a big uh, big show like a popular band do i'm speaking about the first uh, about small bar you could go and uh, play for maybe 13 people 14 people but uh, this is the uh, what <laughs> the, the, this is <laughs> this is our aim so in our city we haven't music industry uh, so we haven't bar we where we can could play so um this is the far east where we live with no music industry but we try to create uh, good music with a good quality music video and trying to spread it on the world uh, that people will hear us so here so fucking so fucking bad music industry yes <laughs> yes a lot of uh, fucking sucks. Yes, yeah, sucks. The bands in our city sucks. I'm not telling. Uh, I'm not say uh, about bands who live in um, close to Europe, like in Moscow, Saint Petersburg, like a wild ways. Uh, yeah, that was gonna be the first one I bring up. Like, yeah, Wild Ways is completely yeah, different because yeah. they're out of. I think they're out of. Yeah, totally said they're out of Saint Petersburg. So. And, and I know I just saw them put together an announcement for a tour that they were going on. I think it was all throughout Western Russia as well. So, again, it doesn't make sense. However, you guys are on the complete other end, all the way as far east as possible. So, trying to find where you can send your music. Japan is the perfect place for it. Yes. Another place you might want to try. I'm trying to think if it was either Malaysia or the Philippines. Because there was what there was yes, a, ba- yeah. there was uh, a band I was talking about. I was say there was a band I was talking to from. I think they were from Singapore. I can't remember which country they said. It might have been both actually, but I know it's like in South. If you go Southeast Asia, Malaysia or the Philippines. I think it might have been Malaysia was like the the one you want to go to because they're really into it. Yeah, Malaysia, Singapore, and uh, Asia. A lot of uh, countries from Asia listen uh, a lot of uh, stuff like metalcore, like. Uh, post hardcore but this is not our uh audience i think we need to create more um how to say uh i think we need to aim uh us um japan maybe korea uk uk uh, this is the countries and a lot of city from these countries who listening out us on Spotify, and yes, in our city, not uh, too much people listening us. So, and I, I'll say I totally understand where we're gonna want to get your music in somewhere like America over here where I'm at. Or over in the UK because they do listen a lot more of the other genres around metal. Like they listen to metal, metalcore, some post-hardcore stuff. Germany as well. 
But where I was going with my topic was when you're talking about getting, sending yourself over to Japan so that you could play live shows in a different place and play over in Japan. That was saying, dude, you could kind of think about doing the same thing with Malaysia and the Philippines just because of the closer proximity for you guys to be able to play live shows. Again, it's still going to be, it's going to be a long trip. However, it's not going to be as long as trying to get over to the UK from where you guys are at right now. So it's not, it's not something saying that you're never going to get there. It's that starting out, you like you're trying to get in Japan. Maybe he's trying to get into some of these other Southeast Asian countries as well, just based on location what to play in while you're saying your music out to the UK over here in America, into Germany, over the other side of Russia as well. So it's, it's kind of, it's kind of just expanding the, expanding your reach and expanding the amount of people that can listen to you while also trying to expand the potential for you guys to play live going forward. Um, I know that, uh, I know that, uh, we could aim uh, to in chi China too, because uh, I know the guy who play in a very hard band in St. Petersburg, uh, he treat um, he playing in hard band and he uh, going to, uh, he went to China and said that it's very, um, it, it's, it's not a lot of uh, hard band uh, in China and people are like very hard music. So we could try to go to China Maybe Japan, this country which close to our city. So, mm. yeah, if you can, if you can somehow get into China to play, do it because especially over here in America, I don't know many bands from America that had the chance to play in China. So, when it comes to reaching those people with your music and reaching that audience, I really don't have an idea of the potential that it could have. So if you think, if, if you've heard that it's a good, that you've had no people that have successfully done it and you think it's a good idea for you, especially based on how close you are to China to where you live, go for it. Yeah. As I said, it's uh, in the best way. First of all, we need to distribute our material that uh, people will listen to us and will um, um, will support us. So after that, we need to think about our trip to another countries to, to play and good cool. show to play to play good show. Yes. Yeah. I'll say well when it comes down to it, because especially on the pages that I have as well. One thing I always do is every single day I post a different song of the day, every single day, 30 second clip from it. And I've been working on filling out my latest week. And one thing I always do on Saturdays is always feature songs of guests that have been on the podcast because after the podcast comes out, people might listen to it, but then all of a sudden say, hey, I'm going to go listen to their music, but then they get sidetracked and then they forget about it. Well, I make sure they don't forget about it because that just doesn't sound like fun. So at some point in January, there will be a time where I will feature some of your music on the page as well so that people will 
Basically, if you didn't listen to them after listening to the podcast, you will have to listen to them now. And it, <laughs> and as of right now, it looks like that song will be 20X because it'll be that, you know what? From what I've seen from Russian music, I really liked it. And here's another one for you guys. So here you go. <laughs> and and then had that 30 second clip to basically make them have to listen to it. So ha 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 ha. Yeah. But so I'm going to I'm going to do what I can to help push that further as well, because I do enjoy your sound as well, especially again on 20X. I'm really looking forward to see what you guys have coming forward with that next single with the EP coming out in 2021 and seeing just kind of how especially once live shows really return following the whole entire coronavirus thing. Now that the vaccines are being rolled out. We'll see how that all plays out, but hopefully by the second half of 2021, live shows will be back. And then over in Japan, they'll be begging to go see live shows. They'll be begging for bands to come in and play. And that's where you guys can just take that time and take that opportunity to play over there because so many people are going to want to have you guys play. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So we that's will push a uh, much effort to uh, release best material and yeah we will try to play show next year if it will be possible for us so well if well if it's if it's not possible in 2021 then you know 2022 it should definitely be possible and they may actually mm. plan on going over to japan in 2022 so if by some reason you guys are playing japan and i am in japan in the same place as you guys are in 2022 or 2021 and I just see that if you see some guy in the crowd and there's a mosh pit going on and somebody ends up like bleeding or a guy breaks his nose or falls on his head, there's a very good chance that that person is me. <laughs> yeah. it, it has happened before. And I, cause I enjoy being, I enjoy going to live shows. If there's a live show anywhere that I can get a chance to go and see, I am there. So if I get a chance to see you guys live sometime in the next couple of years, just given where you guys are, where I'm at, the travel works out somehow where I get to see you guys play live and you see some crazy guy in a mosh pit who ends up breaking his nose and it's me. You guys can just laugh. <laughs> we will hit your DM <laughs> when when we go to Japan. Oh, oh please do, especially if, I, if, if that's like, I can't, I can't wait because all of a sudden I'm going to see that. I might be like, wait a minute, that is actually the week that I'm going to be in Japan or the, like one of the two weeks I'm going to be in Japan. All right, where, what city are you guys in? Oh, we're going to be playing in Tokyo. No. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm going to be at that show. I don't care what else is going on. If I am with somebody at, at, in Japan, all of a sudden it's like, hey, we're going to go do this. Nope, I'm going to the show. Do you even know who that band is? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. And then I show up again, you know, busted nose, broken arm, missing, missing like a, an ear. People are wondering, what happened to you? I had a really good time tonight. And then just walk in, walk in, like walk in the hotel and just scream. <laughs> but I had a good that, time. Where is the, where is the gun? What the fuck? <laughs> This will be on our show with the vocalist. Last time you see him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, see, because we're about an hour right now, and I know, like, we we've talked about everything with with your music. We've yep. talked, we've gone deep into twenty X, and we've also gone deep into talking about what you guys are planning on doing in twenty twenty one. Once everything with, especially once this coronavirus thing passes and live shows happen, I'm expecting to get a DM from you guys at least a couple of times over the next, over 2021 to when the next single comes out to when the EP is going to come out. And if by some reason you guys end up getting to play a show anywhere outside outside of like where you're like, if you're going to Japan, if you're going to some other country, if you're going all the way over to Europe for some reason, you never know. It might happen. People might just take to the music. You never know. Things, crazy things can happen. And I get a chance to go and see you guys again. If you see a guy just get beat up in the mosh pit and absolutely love it just because he's enjoying it, it's going to be me. So just, you know, wave, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> just say hello. If you, if you want to see mosh pit, I could uh, watch you right now. Oh, phew, fuck. No, I could uh, show you right now what is the mosh pit. Do you want the mosh pit? So, oh, I got to see this. Much <laughs> yeah, and I'll and and all of a sudden there'll be start, people start pushing. All of a sudden you get a full on pick going, and again, if you see some, also if you see someone flying through the air just for no random reason, yep, it's gonna be me again. But just no, I'm having a great time, guys. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Sorry for our English. Oh, we... it is it is a okay. I was able to figure out everything you guys were saying, so it is no problem at all. It was fantastic having you guys on the show. And one thing I always say is if I enjoy the episode, which I pretty much enjoy every single one of them, if I get a chance to see you guys live, when I get a chance to see you guys live, I should say it should be a when. There's one thing I always like to promise bands if I get to see them live. And I want to know if you guys want to take up on this promise. And the promise is if I see you guys live, the first round of drinks is on me. So if you guys, so if I see you guys live at the end of the show, meet me at the bar. I'll buy you guys to eat your first drink. So, uh, guys, I promise you that uh, next year we will tell you everything without a hitch that was now. So, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Oh god, This is Japan, Labrique. What? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what it is. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so my Hentai god. Style. Yeah. I, uh, this is insane. So amazing. <laughs> this is. Uh, oh, now we know what it is. This is insane. good for your stomach. Hell, yeah. It's good for your skin. What the fuck? This is oh the pain. God. Oh, dear God. The pain lover. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? We talk about the No, that, that is perfect. So, so guys, <laughs> I want to end with this. And, yes, next time you guys are on here, we'll say, how about we say next year at this time? Same time, yes. we'll have you guys back on the podcast. And we'll talk all about what happened in 2021. We'll talk about what happened with the EP. We'll talk about how you how you guys grew as a band over that time. And, well, we'll see how much more of that Japanese lubricant you guys still have. <laughs> <laughs> so We'll buy one for you, dude. <laughs>
All right. <laughs> so on that note, I will not end this podcast by saying goodbye because I do want to talk to you guys at the beginning of, or at the end of next year, or in the end of 2021, beginning of 2022. We'll talk about everything about that. Have you guys back in the podcast? And I do want to see you guys play live. Plus, I do owe you uh, the first drink when I see you play live. So I won't end this with saying goodbye. I will end this with saying, see you guys later. See Thanks you later, later, dude. Listen to us on every social media, Spotify, uh-huh. Apple Music, um, YouTube, YouTube music, 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 everywhere, music. everywhere. Spread our, our music in the world and we will see every guy who watching you. We will uh, show you how to hit this stage. Yeah. Yes. yes. We will never die. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Awesome. Again. See you later. Check my biceps. Well, 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 folks, I'm here with Bloodbath and Crooks from the band Rock and Roll Queen out of Russia. Yes, Eastern Russia. And for everyone that is listening to the podcast, if you want to check them out and follow them online, anything, subscribe, follow, listen to their music, anything, take a look at the description of the podcast. If it's the audio stream, take a look at the description. If it's a YouTube video, take a look at the video description. Every single link you will possibly need is there. Yes, and making it easy on everybody, so do not worry about that. And Crooks will come to your house. If you keep saying that they're Slipknot, because they are not. They go, God, listen to 20X and you will know for a fact they're not. But that's going to be for me today, guys. Thank you for watching and listening to the Chord Progression Podcast. Brought to you by MSOD Rocks, where rock and metal thrive. My name is Kevin, and you guys know how I am every single one of these episodes with Big, Healthy, and Hearty. See ya! Yeah!